What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Donut Squad Radio, where we give you the news about uh, all your favorite fandoms and talk about, uh, you know, give our opinions about all of them. And uh, my name is Colin McGavin, and I'm with my co-host, Adrian Chadwell. Hey, what's up, everybody? I, uh, I'm i really excited to be doing I'm this, I'm really finally. excited to be doing I know. We've, we've jangled hard enough um, about getting this started. I mean, how, how long have we actually talked about a podcast, but actually, you know, I think, what was it, the last year? Yeah, we I, we we said that we would give ourselves until the end of April in 2021. It is currently the end of January 2022, so we, <laughs> we've been talking about it for a while now. You know, we have these conversations, um, you know, so to give everyone a little background, yeah, uh, Colin and I have been best friends since... We were what, five? Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, toddlers, um, toddlers. Yeah, our our whole lives, and you know, we we had these conversations, you know, theorizing about uh, whatever fandoms we're we're talking about, um, you know, Star Wars, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Marvel, and every time we kind of look at each other and say, "No, we should have a podcast." Yeah, yeah. What should we, what are we doing? We got to save all these conversations for the podcast. Yeah, you know, we always <laughs> say that, but I mean, now we're. Now we can unleash hell on all these people. Yeah. Now we can unleash all those conversations on everyone listening. And just all of our opinions that no one wants to hear. You're but... ours now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, here we are. This is uh, this is Donut Squad Radio, episode one, the podcast Awakens. Podcast so Awakens. if you're out there listening, thank you very much for uh, for tuning in and, and hearing what we have to say. We're, we're just two best friends uh, having a great time talking about the things we love. Having a chat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Colin, I want to like outline a little bit of what fandoms we're we're gonna focus on during this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you and I have a lot of shared interests. Um, a lot yeah. of those include, you know, Star Wars and Marvel. Right. Um, yeah. What what are, what are you looking forward to talking about? Honestly, I'm looking forward to. I mean, obviously, Marvel has just become an absolute juggernaut in the cinematic sense. The you know TV with Disney Plus and everything like that, Marvel just keeps keeps churning out winners to the point where it, if if one show or one movie doesn't hit our expectations of the others, it's you know it could be a great movie standalone, could be a great show standalone, but we always kind of look at it relative to the others, and they've all been so good that it's just like you know we deserve more. Every yeah. single time. So I'm excited to talk about that. Um, things are about to pop off with Lord of the Rings, too. Um, you know, with the show coming, uh, that's uh, Rings of Power, correct? Yes. From Amazon. That is it. So I'm very excited because that's always been, that has, Lord of the Rings has always been my sort of comfort watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's always been that, that movie that I go back to when I'm like, oh, like I kind of just want to. I want to have a day to stay at home, kind of bundle up, just watch something that's going to make me feel comfortable, and that's always been fellowship, you know? Yeah. For, for um, Frodo. For Frodo. Yeah. There's some good in this world, Mr. I mean, that, Frodo. That came out, um, what was it, like 2001? Yeah, it, they just celebrated their, um, what, yeah, 20, 20, 20th? Yeah, 20 years. So, 20th. I mean, that's been a big part of our lives for anyone out there listening. We're both 27 years old, and mm-hmm. um, so, you know, we were... Seven ish, or yeah. when that came out, and 
that's been a big part of our fandom. I remember getting in the weeds of that. And my dad was a oh my huge, gosh, yeah. you know, he was a big Your fan. Dad, yes. Yeah. I rem- I still remember watching the um, teaser trailer for Fellowship, or um, sorry, uh, Return of the King, at your house with your dad. And first, uh, first little glimpse of Shelob that they showed, I was like, "What the? Like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I want hobbits. This is I don't terrifying. want big spiders. Yeah, yeah. I I still remember that. So, I mean, we'll be yeah, we'll be touching on those. Obviously, you know, we'll be touching on DC. Any anything that they turn out, you know, we've got we've got a lot to talk about. Star Wars is going to be a big one. I think you already touched on that. Too. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like anything, anything that's you know, quote unquote, geeky, it's that's kind of that's kind of what we're going for here. Um, there are no boundaries with this podcast. There really isn't. We might go off the rails sometimes, um, and you know, at that point, we're just along for the ride. You yeah. Know? Yeah, that's what I'm really looking forward to. I'm just looking forward to, you know, some quality conversations with my good buddy yeah. and anybody we have on this on this podcast. Absolutely, um, um, I'm excited to hear your video game chats about little oh updates. Boy, oh boy. You know, yeah. Hopefully, I have some some good stuff in store today. I'm I'm excited to hear that. 2022 looks like a big year, huge oh, year. Oh yeah, I mean, first and foremost. We got uh, Lego Star Wars oh and Skywalker Saga. We're gonna final. save a whole conversation yes, for that yeah, one. Yeah. We've got we've got to save that. But this is this is on the on coming off the tails of them finally releasing some real footage gameplay and a release and date. a release date finally, which I really hope they stick to. God, I, we've been waiting for this for a long time. <laughs> I told you I was gonna pre-order two copies for us. I think two years ago It was two years ago. Yeah. And yeah. here we are finally getting it. So here we are. I don't know. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, anyways, I, I know luckily we're having our first episode um, right at the beginning of the year. So it gives us an awesome opportunity to outline what we have going on this year as far as yeah. movies, shows, uh, anything that we're interested in. Um, so, I mean – if you have, if if you're ready, let's let's outline what we got going on. Let's roll into it. Let's go straight into it. All right. Well, so first thing that I kind of wanted to touch on was, and actually, pretty much the next thing that we can expect from Marvel, and they just released a pretty, pretty big trailer showing a lot of footage of uh, Moon Knight with Oscar oh. Isaac, and I gotta tell you. I was I was already excited about this show because oh, yeah. my my first encounter with Moon Knight was Ultimate Alliance on the Xbox 360 yes. where he was one of the unlockable players and I was like who is this dope ass guy with a bow staff who can you know he's basically a shredded you know all white cape crusader and and essentially when i was looking it up that's exactly what it is that's exactly yeah. what it is it's like it it's almost like marvel's version of batman except you know he's a mercenary and um it, it i think i think this show is also going to delve much deeper into his um its dissociative uh, identity disorder correct yes we're is, is am I saying that right? I, uh, multiple personality. What, right, I, right. I don't know the, a, the the actual term. Essentially, you know, multiple people are living in his head, and he he doesn't know that. 
so uh, so we've got Mark Spector, um, who is pretty much the mercenary. Um, and then, uh, you know, we've, we have already seen some, some footage of Khonshu, the, um, Egyptian god, goddess? Yes, god. Um, god so. of, of the moon, um, who he's going to, I, I'm guessing derive his power from, but, um, I think, I think, I, I think Marvel is hitting at a perfect point and a perfect, ge- perfect generation that, understands mental illness very well um disorders like this um and they can really delve into the emotional aspect of it rather than you know just having him be like oh like you know i forgot i kicked all these guys asses last night because i was a different person you know what i mean or it just being a quirk of the character where it is right you know something that people can relate to who suffer from mental illness yeah you know whatever Whatever it may be, any side, you know, any side of the spectrum, right? Um, but yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I feel I feel as though they'll be able to show that, you know, he'll, uh, you know, Oscar Isaac's character, whoever it may be, you know, Mark Spector. Um, it's his other one is Stephen. Oh, man, why can I not think of it? Steven something. Um, my apologize. My apologies for you know not knowing everything about these. One of our many listeners will leave a comment. Yeah, yeah. Leave a comment. Names. Leave a comment with your favorite uh, favorite Marvel show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it it it'll it'll allow them to kind of show like you know he's as a person he's creating relationships with people as yeah. he goes, and they might see him on the street, recognize him. He might be a different person at the time, so I I think that aspect is very interesting, and I'm excited to see how they go into that. Um, Me too. And so one thing that I've noticed with Marvel recently is that for a long time, you know, all the different movies had their own kind of flavor, their own little spin. But a lot of the criticism that Marvel had was that it was kind of a cookie cutter outline for every movie and it worked right no one's denying that it worked but it was very similar every movie and i think now they're moving into each show has its own true personality look at 2021 you know we had wandavision we had Mm -hmm. uh the falcon the winter soldier we had loki Mm -hmm. um and we had hawkeye what if um all those shows are very different from each other very very different yeah very different personalities you're getting you know different emotions with each show and i'm seeing that continue with moon knight which i'm really excited about because it's not just you know an adventure that we're seeing and it's like oh well now you just put moon knight in this situation Mm -hmm. we see how he deals with it it really is a different show uh, kind of a different genre each time um so i love what marvel's doing uh, especially with disney plus um you know, I'm here for the ride. Oh yeah, and and to your point, I mean, it makes I feel as though them sort of sort of like you said, it's like they're they're working with a bunch of genres almost. Yeah, within their own characters and stuff like that, and I think and I think that makes it a little more palpable for the audience. Yeah. Whereas you know we're we're not always going to want to watch a a six episode long 
season of just slugfests over and over again. Just, yeah. you know, CGI, people punching each other, kicking don't get, each other. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Love seeing those. Don't get me. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I agree. But I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a welcome sort of – it's a refreshing break from yeah. all that where they're going with they're, – they're covering, you know <laughs> – Apologies for the for the laps. We've got we've got a thirsty pup behind us. We got a few pups in the yeah. room with us. Um, they're they're experimenting and and you know they're also touching on important subjects, like you said, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, which yes. again could be a podcast in itself. Um, you know the social issues that that show touches on is something powerful, and I think they're doing the right thing in that. Disney and Marvel have not taken the stance of, hey, we're going to sit these ones out. You know, we're we're superhero movies. We're going to stay superhero movies, superhero yeah. shows. We're going to stay away from all that stuff. They That's are a cop really, out. Yeah. Exactly. They are really taking a stance on a lot of these things. You know, uh, you know, having having a, a African American male as Captain America. Yeah. Is huge and also delving into or diving into what that means, yeah, for Sam, I, yeah, like seeing him decide if he wants to even do it or not and see the potential backlash and see how you know others are being you know are reacting to mm-hmm. you know an African American be Captain America. It is, it is a huge topic, and I remember Absolutely. at the end of that series i was just or at the end of that season i was just in tears just Mm -hmm. from you know seeing all that it's it's been amazing to see um what they can do with not only the character of captain america um but those incredibly important oh yeah yeah everything that came from it and we're Um, and and you know we're hoping that we'll probably have a podcast recapping a season two and at that point, we'll probably you know hit on season one too. But yeah, we'll keep we'll keep rolling here. Um, and I actually, um, Moon Knight's set to hit um, March thirtieth, and I totally skipped over the Batman. The Batman. I <laughs> I am vengeance. I remember when this trailer dropped. Um, what was it like? The end of summer of twenty twenty. Yeah, and then it said. I don't remember the exact date it gave, but it, I think it might have given us a 2022. And I was like, 2022? That's so far away. And me being a, uh, a you know, very proud Hufflepuff and loving Cedric Diggory with all my heart because he's one of the only Hufflepuffs I have to hold on to, seeing Robert Pattinson become the Batman and mm-hmm. in such an awesome way um, in his early years – I yep. was just so fired up, and I was like, "That's a that's a win for Hufflepuff, right there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and and this is now this is supposed to be year two Batman, correct? I believe so. It's year two, really early on in his you know career, if you will, as yeah. Batman. Right. He's obviously very young, right? Right. Um, and I, I I do remember hearing a lot of backlash. When it was released that, you know, Robert Pattinson said, you know, I'm, I won't be changing my physique. I won't be getting big for this role. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I remember a lot of back. And, and honestly, I was 
I was part of that backlash. I was like, you know, how are we going to have, how are we going to have a jacked, how are we going to follow up Ben Affleck's Batman that honestly, those, those workout <laughs> scenes, the montage, in, the montage, Batman versus in, Superman. Yes. It are, are some of them, some of them are just like, oh my God. Like, I need to go to the gym right now. Yes. I need to, I like, <laughs> I'm like halfway through a burger while I'm watching it. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> um, well, we saw, we just saw easily the most physically, um, just the largest Batman we've oh, seen. Oh yeah. You know, he is, he is by far, you know, he's not chiseled. Like no. we've seen other Batman, Batman be. But he is he is clearly the guy. largest Batman. Yeah. And he's very much, you know, you, you look at uh, the Dark Knight Returns comic, you know, graphic mm-hmm. novel, and he is taken straight out of there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so we're coming off of that. So, I mean, you know, you can sort of understand the, um, uh, you know, people wondering, you know, how, how are we going to take a scrawny, and not that he is scrawny because he's not, um, Batman seriously. How is he supposed to take on, you know, a bunch of men, things like that? And as I thought about it, as we learned more about this movie, the fact that it is more it's more of like a detective noir. Oh, and yeah. that's and that is right up, you know, that is something that I am very excited about because um, you know, Nolan's trilogy definitely went into that of Batman is the greatest detective in the world. That's yeah. what he is. You know, he yeah. had scenes where he would scope things out, but most of the time it was um, it was Morgan Freeman's uh, Lucius Fox yes. who was sort of doing these things for him. It was a lot of technology, and it was exactly. it was very focused on making sure that the audience knew that this was in a real world. That yeah. all of these things, everything that happened in the Nolan trilogy technically could happen it could yeah it could it could i mean he uses a flight suit he you know all of this stuff is crazy and stuff like that i don't know if there actually is a um a prison in you know in a hole a big hole that you have to climb out of and and then you're just there could be and then you're just free yeah (laughs) that but (laughs) the thing is it's all based in something that could be totally possible and you know completely possible we don't from the looks of this one it, it looks like kind of a similar vibe where we are getting something that could be very realistic. A lot, you know, it's a serial killer. You know, the Riddler's being pinned as just a, a new serial killer right. in Gotham. Right. Um, which is, you know, something that the real world mm-hmm. deals with. And so we'll see how, you know, the the movies go from there. If we get, you know, any supernatural abilities uh, that we see in Batman. But I I don't, I don't I, you know I don't see them going into it, but you know they they could surprise me with that. But one thing that you can really pull from those trailers is just how brutal it looks, how real it looks. It's dark. It it I completely I completely expect to kind of come out of that movie feeling as though, you know, I'm not sure if Batman is the good guy. <laughs> I You know what I mean? And I like that. I, that's I do too. I you know and and I think I think that's we'll we'll obviously, you know, recap once we have seen it and, you know, reconvene, but I I have a feeling that the idea behind this is how young Batman is, 
how new to this he is, that he's going to do some things that might not necessarily break his, you know, no killing rule, but might do some things that are messed up. It's a loophole right there, you know, like, he's going to be like, well, I didn't kill him. I was like, well, he can't move the rest of his life. (laughs) You know, he's a complete vegetable because, you know, you kept punching him. Yeah, and and you see that in other shows. You know, you see that in Daredevil. It's like, I don't kill. It's like, well, he's in the hospital for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's Um, like, you you, you know, you threw him through a wall, and so um, he's not moving anytime soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, But anyways, yeah, I that's that's one movie that – I think you and I have been very focused on Marvel um, in the recent years, but that is one movie that I'm just beyond excited for. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There's so much potential there, and obviously the cast is amazing. Like, we didn't even oh get gosh. into the cast, but um, Commissioner Gordon – well, I don't even think he's a commissioner at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but Commissioner Gordon um, – and I, I'm blanking on the actor's name – um, from Westworld, yep. and you know he was the uh, the voice on What If, um, but you know he, he, just for him for stars. But then we have Andy Serkis being Alfred. You know, oh that's gonna be great. Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't even look like Colin Farrell. It's just no. I, you know, honestly, that you just said that. You know, I'm I'm looking at the cast right now, and I was like, oh, Colin Farrell. I wonder who he's going to be. And I've seen, I've seen, I've seen yeah. a picture of the penguin that uh, you know he's portraying. But wow, yeah. It's, Paul Dano is going to be terrifying. And what what have you seen him in? Because I've seen him in, I believe he was in uh, Prisoners, which is a very underrated movie. Yes, he was He was also in, um, and this is a callback, callback. Um, he was in Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, yeah. He was the older brother in that. Um, he was also in that. Um, a, I believe he was in that uh, Beach Boys um, biopic. You know, um, I don't think I saw that one. That might have been. That might have been like a um, Sundance something. Uh, you know what I mean? It, I yeah. don't. I don't think it was in many studios. But for some reason, I, I that's ringing a bell. And I could be wrong. It could be. Um, Somebody else. There will be blood, of course. Twelve Years a Slave, which I never watched. Oh, actually. I remember his so, role in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great movie. I yeah, I'll, I'll definitely need to watch that. But I, I really do think he is going to be terrifying. I think he plays such a just emotionless person. Yeah, so well. And there's, I believe, there's going to be a point where he kind of goes a little unhinged. You know, maybe if a plot is foiled or something like that. I'm hoping he's he's going to lose it. I'm hoping he's a little like, obviously he's very calculated. Um, Oh yeah. I'm hoping that we do see that side of him where like, you know, he's like very meticulous, very, you know, specific with everything he's doing. Right. And then, like you said, one thing goes wrong. I think we're going to see him just on hinge. It's going to, yeah. And all the promos, we see him with like the goggles and like, Kind of like a wrapping on his face. Oh yeah, I'm wondering if that's going to change throughout the movie. Um, it's I, it's creepy. It so is. like I, I kind of hope they keep it. Um, but uh, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna guess that they're not going to go with the whole um, uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. 
<laughs> I don't see him wearing a three-piece suit that and has a, a bunch of question marks all yeah. over it. Um, uh, he might have a cane at some point, which I think would be a cool callback. I I think you they're going to do something. Maybe just like – maybe if they like capture Batman and he's beating the crap out of him, yeah. he'll have like some kind of cane or something. Mm-hmm. And it will be like a really quick – callback yeah like like he'll be he'll be like in a in a room that just has a bunch of miscellaneous miscellaneous objects and he grabs a cane yeah and you, you know what i mean yeah i think that would be i think that would be really cool that'd be funny um um but you know i'm i'm excited for it and actually that that's coming up really soon march 4th yeah. before we know it we're yeah. gonna be yeah. in the theater that's i mean that's definitely gonna be our next watch, I believe. Probably, yeah. Yeah, especially because I mean, this next this next movie that we're gonna go into, uh, Morbius, got pushed back. Yeah. For like the fourth, third time, third something, like something that. like that. But they just keep. So, I, I need to be open to this movie. Yeah. But Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage has just left such a crappy taste in my mouth. For movies like this, agreed. And I think, I think Sony needs to realize that once they hand things over to Marvel, things just go better. Yeah, <laughs> like they can, they can figure out some sort of contract. You know, I'm sure they do it with Spider-Man and things like that, where they make some sort of money out of it. I mean, they can. So. Why? Why are you forcing this? And then, so so M- Morbius, you know the the li- the living vampire with Jared Leto. I I do love Jared Leto. I think he's good in some things. Um, Blade Runner. There's there's no question he's an amazing yeah, actor. Yeah, I I mean totally he, agree. He has shown like he he is a a method actor. Mm-hmm. He takes his roles se- more seriously than I think. 90% of yeah. actors out there. Yeah. Um, to the point where, very similar to Christian Bale, he will change his lifestyle for a role leading up to it. You know, Dallas Buyers Club was an amazing movie. Oh my God, yeah. He, and he really dove into the Joker knowing he had to live up to a Heath Ledger Joker. And I honestly think he just didn't get the time to shine. I agree. I, I totally agree. I, I, I don't hate the the take on the Joker that they had there. I think we just didn't get enough of it to, I, to appreciate it. Or... I agree. I think I think he was just kind of shoehorned into that movie. Oh, yeah. For, and and the parts that he was, he, the parts that they decided to keep, at least the ones that apparently he filmed like three hours worth of footage, yeah. and we got him for what, probably like maybe 20 minutes? If maybe that. Maybe 20 minutes? If that. It, it, Made him out to be, you know, a a crime lord. That's yeah. that's kind of, and and that's that's sort of what he is. So I mean, I, yeah, we didn't get the we didn't get the Heath Ledger Joker, and I think that's the no. problem. That is a that's a tough act to follow for anyone. That's for that's anyone. something that no one's gonna be no. able to no they won't live up to. I mean, even Joaquin Phoenix. Probably on the same level of, I thought that was an amazing performance he mm-hmm. gave, and that movie is so hard to watch because oh my God. it's so I real. Like, I haven't, so... I haven't watched it since we watched it in theater, but I, don't I, think I, but have I liked either. it. But I liked it. Like, I loved it. I mean, it's, it is a, it is a film. It is a, mm-hmm. it is an amazing movie. Um, 
But again, I just don't think Joaquin was very different in his performance. And Heath just gave us something that, you know, our generation has clung to, which is, I think, what Suicide Squad was really harping on was, you know, obviously our generation, you know, The Dark Knight came out in 2008 and Suicide Mm -hmm. Squad came out what probably 2014 15 yeah, something like around that. there yeah uh, it was while we were in college mm-hmm. and i i remember just seeing the trailer of the dark knight or um the joker mm-hmm. and i was like oh yep yeah, i'm gonna go see this like, and yeah it was it was easy easy marketing for them oh yeah yeah um, they had the they had the whole shot of him you know laying on the ground surrounded by a bunch of knives in like a circle yeah and it was like oh like this is awesome. He looks crazy. He looks wacky, wild, you know, yeah. like the like the Joker that I want. He looks like a, a maniac, which, yeah. you know, is what I want. But you're totally right. I mean, it, for for our generation, Christian Bale is Batman. Heath Ledger is Joker. Yeah. That's our generation's, you know, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but this Morbius movie, you know, he could – Jared Leto could do great with this role. I think the writing is really what's going to screw them on this. And the only reason I say that is because after they've released multiple trailers, okay, and in each one of those trailers, they have had the same joke in it. Mm. And I know I know, you know the joke that I'm thinking of. Yes. Where he makes a scary face at somebody and they say, oh, my God, what are you? He says, I am Venom, and his face goes all scary, and he goes, "Ah, oh, just kidding, you know, I'm, I'm Doctor, Dr. Mor- Doctor, yeah. yeah, Doctor Michael Morbius, or you know." Um, first off, Venom, the Venom movies, you can like them if you want, go for it. We both have our opinions on <laughs> the movies. And yeah, this is coming yeah. from two guys who are very easy to please. Oh, absolutely, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you don't royally screw it up. We probably like it, but I walked out of Car- Captain Marvel enjoying that movie. Yeah. That's saying yeah, something. yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a whole another, yeah, a whole another conversation. But it's just, it's it's humor like that. Where first off, I don't know if that even, you know, we don't know what universe this is. They're showing that they're showing that Michael Keaton is yeah. going to return as as. Vulture in yeah. this, but then you have Oscorp from the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man yep. in the trailer. You have a graffiti art of Spider-Man saying it's a, it's, "murderer," and it's a but it's a Spider-Man art like a clip or a clip art from I believe the video game. But he's wearing the Toby suit some some combination like that where I'm like. This is this doesn't make sense, but I, mean, I like it. They've so so Marvel has done this a lot, and I'm gonna guess that that Spidey that we saw in that graffiti was somehow changed. So See, we're gonna you know get. What I mean? It's gonna be consistent. Exactly. I I believe they're trying to kind of keep us in the dark about what universe this is, but to have Michael Keaton coming back as Adrian Toomes, mm. you would think that we're in the Tom Holland. In the MCU, yeah. MCU. But, I, you know, I just, I think, I think this movie is going to come and kind of go 
pretty quick. And with some with somebody like Morbius and what Marvel has already, you know, spoken about, you know, they're setting up the Black Knight with yes. Kit Harrington. Yeah. Um, they're setting up, you know, Moon Knight. Blade. They're they're setting up Blade. Oh my gosh. They they are obviously setting up, you know, sort of a a Dark Avengers, Midnight Suns yeah. type deal where Morbius is obviously going to be part of that supernatural world that they go into. So I really hope they nail this only because the fact that we already well, I mean, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna speak too soon, but the fact that we've already basically seen the last of Tom Hardy's Venom. Right. I don't want them to do that. Have to do that with Jared Leto because I really do think he's, you know, he's a great actor, and they could really nail this. I think it'd be good, could be cool. I think it can be scary. I think, you know, to that point, I think they sort of need to lean into that scary movie. They, I agree. You know what I mean? They they kind of need to make this character a horror story. Um, and and we have heard you know things about that. We we have you know people coming out and saying. Yeah, you know, this is going to be a darker take, uh, you know, on, well, a darker movie than, you know, most Marvel movies. Um, I've gotten uh, Dracula Untold vibes from it when he's in that cave and the, yeah, you know, and that movie was, I think it had some really cool parts. It had some cool parts. It It did. It just, uh, you know, fell short a little bit. But, yeah. um, That was, that was during the, that was during the whole, um, who who owns that? Uh, they were trying to do the whole dark universe. Oh, Universal. Universal yeah. was trying to make you know they had the Tom Cruise mummy, they had oh. I Frankenstein, they yeah. had those just terrible movies. I Frankenstein with uh, Harvey Dent from <laughs> right Christian Aaron Bale's. Eckhart, yeah Aaron Eckhart, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think I I think Morbius could be cool. I'm I'm obviously going to see it. I'm, like I yeah. I've become one of the you know Oh, we're seeing we're it. We're absolutely <laughs> seeing it. You got to know that. And and I think and I think Sony knows that. I think Sony knows you slap a, ser- a superhero's name on it and you know, even hint that they're going to, we might miss something in a future movie if we don't see this. That's what they're banking on now. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to go see it. So the only I think we didn't hear good things about um, Venom, let there be carnage, and right. you know we, but we did hear about you know that post credit scene, and so we're like, oh, we have to go see That's it. Right. Don't spoil the post credit scene. That's right. And you know, we can have a whole podcast about <laughs> that movie and how much we really were disappointed. In it. But it Woody Harrelson so, didn't deserve that writing. Well, I don't I, know. That's that's I don't know. Either. I feel <laughs> terrible, and and honestly, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be coming into this, you know, um, the Batman, kind of looking at Andy Serkis and being like, "Why'd you have to do my man dirty like that?" I know it's it just doesn't make any sense. But it we'll, kind of goes to show that it is the writing because if you is, look at the plot of Let There Be Carnage, it all makes sense. It all yeah to an extent. Yeah, that movie could have made a lot of sense. Execution terrible, was, but you have two actors like Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson who yeah. are great actors. Great actors, we love them. And um, who who played uh, Shriek? Was it? It was um, wasn't Naomi. 
Um, I'll, I'll look it up. But, okay. But, keep but, going. but they were just, you know, they, they were, you know, they were screwed over. <laughs> it was, they were. And Venom, Venom as a character, Carnage as a character, you know, were, were d- done dirty. Like it, it was, it was sad to see. So I'm really hoping that, um, Morbius it was is Naomi not. Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Naomi Harris, great actress again. Yeah. Um, Shriek made no sense in that movie at all. Shoehorn. It w- exactly. It was so. Uh, and and you know they could have done so many cool things with the fact that you know you've got you've got two characters, you know two symbiotes that are affected by noise. Yeah. And you've got another character whose power is noise. Yeah. And they did nothing with it. They had a couple. They had a couple throwaway scenes where you know Carnage got pissed about it, and in the end, I guess it culminates in, you know, slight spoilers for Let There Be Carnage. Um, uh, skip past this part if you really care about Let There Be Carnage. Um, but you know, near the end, <laughs> I guess I guess she starts screaming and she helps them out. Yeah, cool. Um, Could have also been a siren. Could have been a bell. <laughs> We've seen that. We've seen a bell before. She, her character, could have been replaced by anyone. A a literal bell a literal in a church bell. that they were already in. There you go. Um, but but anyway, I mean, we'll we'll keep rolling. We'll see how Mar- Morbius is. Morbius. Yeah. Um, this one. This one. This one's going to be something special. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We are coming off one of – we're going to have to have a whole segment in the future about this film. One of the best movie theater experiences I have ever had in my entire life. I I look at my movie theater experiences, you know, The Phantom Menace, 1999, mm-hmm. my first movie theater experience I remember and fell in love with Star Wars. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. Heartbroken by Anakin's right. – you know, downfall. Couldn't believe it. Um, Killing younglings. Also up there, uh, the Dark Knight, um, Endgame. The, you know, we we see ten years of the MCU, that portion of it at least, come to a conclusion, and then on that list comes Spider Man No Way Home. Absolutely. Coming off of that movie, going into the multiverse of madness, the potential that they have is unlimited it's it's it is crazy to me that in this day and age because we've had so many marvel experiences so many marvel movies so many shows that the average joe who maybe doesn't keep up with the marvel movies doesn't keep up with the mcu has seen enough of them to sort of just go into a movie and be like, oh, you know, three Spider Men. Uh, <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, okay. Good. You know, it, I, I'm surprised they haven't done this sooner. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it they they are now they are now in in the field of they can now do some comic book ass shit with those comic book ass movies. Yeah, you know what I mean. It it's crazy to me how they were able to. You know, Kevin Feige was able to put together this universe where 
every moviegoer is just along for the ride, man. Nobody is going to be nobody's going to be like, oh, you know, oh, well, I can't believe they pulled something from another universe. This makes no sense. You you mean to tell me there's a there's millions and billions of Captain Americas and things like that? No, nobody's going to bat an eye. About oh no, this was so the smartest thing they've ever. This done. was the best thing ever because the minute. The minute, you know, you start running out of characters like Iron Man, beloved characters, you introduce new ones. Yes. But, you know, that that later on, you know, 10, maybe even less than that, 10, five years from now, people might actually ha- be having the conversations of which Iron Man was best. Oh yeah, which um, we are we already have the which Spider Man is best, but that's also from different universes again over twenty years. Oh, exactly. Now we're going to have a oh you know I liked well we I guess to the point where you know we already have two different two different um, uh, Captain Americas now. You know we've yeah. got um, we've got Sam, we've got Steve, and we um, got Isaiah. That's right. Oh my gosh. That's right. And a, a low key part of me sort of wishes they go into his story. I oh, I want to see be that. Incredible. And it would be absolutely heartbreaking at the end of it, obviously. Yeah. But I, I think I would be surprised if we don't cool get something. Maybe even a comic book line, I, which, which they already have. But I mean, I or think they already go into but. an animated series, like how they're doing oh, yeah. uh, Spider Man. Freshman year. Freshman year, that's right. You know, like we have – we don't know what happened. Do we know if that if, – if Tom Holland is returning for The Voice? Is he, is he voicing I think, Peter I think that's the plan because I think okay. it is – It's supposed to be his Spider-Man, right? It is. Yeah. It's supposed to be his – well, now we're looking at the whole trilogy as his origin mm-hmm. story, which I think is amazing. But yeah, I think that's supposed to be, you know, him getting his powers, you know, Uncle Ben passing away, all these things that we didn't see because the MCU was – that, you know, Feige was like, yeah, they've seen this twice now, and everyone knows Spider-Man's story. Exactly. We don't need to see Uncle Ben die. Don't we don't need, need to, to see him get bit by a spider. spider bite. Nope. So I think that's what this is going to be, and it's going to be an animated series, which I'm here for. I am totally here for. I I love that, and I love what they've done with their animated series, too. Um, but, you know, back to D- Doctor Strange, um, I think it's going to be super crazy. A, I think it's going to be a visual, you know, spectacle. Yeah. I the first one was trippy. This one is going this, to be a whole nother level. Like you know, and Sam Raimi directing it. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a decent amount of uh, crash zooms into people's faces. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Like um, take take. We're not even talking about the Spider Man trilogy. Mm-mm. We're talking about Evil Dead here. We're Evil talking Dead. like this is gonna be dark and oh, yeah. scary. And even the the little trailer we got at the end of um, No Way Home, yeah, it was it was a horror. Oh yeah, trailer we got. Yeah, yeah. And you know you have you know Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Like this is a this is a combination for some some dark evil stuff happening. So and, and I'm gonna guess that you know. From from Wandavision at least going back, obviously I'll I'll be rewatching Wandavision before we before we see this. Oh yeah, but um, I'm gonna guess that you know her children are involved. 
somehow she's going to try to get them from some sort of universe. We might even find out that she was pulling them from another universe, which I'm going to guess, you know, I'm going to guess the Scarlet Witch or their parents, whoever it may be in that other universe, is pretty pissed that their kids Ooh. got pulled in. Which, I really like this. Hey, man, you know, that that's that's an easy setup for, you know, no, these are my kids. No, they're my kids. And having a clash, a, a Scarlet Witch fight. Yeah. Mm. I like this. Be cool. Be cool. Um, we also, in the trailer, saw the, you know, other Doctor Strange from the other, yes. from the multiverse, from from the what, from what If. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of thinking, are we going to see... Other characters from What If come into even 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 as cameos, but you know Captain Carter. Are we going to see Killmonger? Are we going to see you know any of the zombies? I would love to see Sam Raimi pull out oh Marvel gosh. zombies. That would be great. They so they they have announced a Marvel a Marvel zombie show. Yeah, on Disney Plus, which is right? going to be is it going to be animated? I, I I would love it if it's not. I would if love they it could make, if they could do you know with with a with a Marvel with a Disney sized budget if they could do a practical zombie show oh my gosh that'd be great Disney that can do be, whatever they want they, they really can yeah we if love if Disney they, here oh yeah we love Disney here we're Disney shills um but yeah man it's it it kind of shows how much love is put into is put into the creation of this universe and the fact that shows like what if which i i feel as though a lot of people kind of looked at and said oh like you know it's a it's a week to week you know story of the week type deal yeah now there's importance to it and i was you know? hoping from the and i'm not sitting here saying i knew exactly what was happening because i definitely did not mm -hmm. but i was hoping that you know, we knew the multiverse had started with Loki. Mm -hmm. We knew, and even with WandaVision. Um, and we, we had an idea. We, we knew this the direction it was going in. And when What If came out, I was hoping that this would lead... You know, it had some implications to the future of the MCU with, you know, obviously Spider-Man coming out. We didn't know what we were getting with Spider-Man. We had a really good idea. Yeah. And, you know... Maybe like this, maybe one-off show that's going to hold us between, uh, I believe it was Loki and Hawkeye, mm -hmm. um, and in between a few movies was going to actually hold a lot more weight. And I, I mean, it's looking like that's exactly what it we're definitely getting. did. Yeah, right, right. And I mean, it introduced, excuse me, it introduced characters that I'm sure they're we're going to see again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've got the Watcher. Who has? Oh well, yeah, yeah, is going to be in future, uh, you know, future movies, future shows. Um, one thing that one thing that I would be shocked if we don't see in um, in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, would be some sort of hint to what one of the Kangs is up to. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think we I think we've been detached from Loki long enough, especially especially by the time that movie comes out. I think they haven't shown him in a while, and if he is really going to be the the next big bad that a lot of people are calling, 
saying he's probably going to be. I think we need to at least see him. Yeah. Whether it's a post credit scene, whether it's, you know, they're going to be in a bunch of multiverses. Yeah. Um, so I would imagine we have to, we have to clue, they have to clue in the audience about what he's doing. Or what's what's going on just because I, I doubt they wait until Loki season two to show anything. Or Quantum Mania next summer. Quantum Mania. Because oh yeah. I, I do think he has the potential to be the next big bad. If they're going with any form of you know, any any uh variation of a formula that they went off of for the first three phases, he might just be the tip of the iceberg. Because mm-hmm. we got Loki who like, you know, he, he was the first big bad for, you know, the first Avengers, which led to eventually Thanos. Right. Um, so, you know, Kang could always be the first big bad leading to, you know, Galactus. You know, we, we've yeah. seen the Eternals. Galactus can be pulled in as a Celestial. Absolutely. They, there's no reason that he can't be a Celestial. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already made Ego a Celestial. You know, there's, there's no reason why mm-hmm. he can't be a Celestial and be the next big bad. So, and especially with the Fantastic Four. So... I think there's a lot of ways they can go about that. Um, and I don't even know how I started this little rabbit hole here. But um, I do hope we do we see a little bit of Kang. At, at least like a reference. Something to something yeah. about what he's up to. So here I'll, I'll pose a question to you. Do we see any hints towards X-Men? I have to, I have to think we do. And part of me thought we were going to there was a chance we got something in spider-man mm-hmm. they're on the statue of liberty yeah i was i was i was thinking maybe a little bit at least have a bad you know bad cgi um spider-man swinging around the uh one of the crowns right yeah like like, like poor hugh jackman's like, wolverine yeah first X-Men. chopping off one of the one of the little yeah. parts of the crown yeah, yeah exactly i was i was thinking we were gonna get something um but yeah, I, I, I do see at least a glimpse of the X-Men. They have to introduce them in one way or another if they're redoing the X-Men or if mm-hmm. they're pulling in, you know, Fox's X-Men that we all know and love. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, you know, I, I do really enjoy those movies, I will say. Um, we grew up on those movies. We did, you know. we did. Um, and, you know, they they touched on a lot of at least for my age, a lot of topics that I just wasn't necessarily, not that I wasn't interested in. I just didn't know about. I was, I wasn't old enough to really be exposed to a lot of those things. Yeah. Um, but you know, for what it's worth, I think, I think multiverse of madness is going to set the tone for this entire new, every phase to come. Yeah, of the MCU. And what I've heard is that it's it is going to be the largest collection of characters that we've really? seen, including Endgame. Wow! Oh my gosh! I, I yeah, I didn't hear that. Damn! All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I saw a TikTok recently. They're like, they love Spider Man. Send them all. And they're like, what? And it's like send all the characters to you know Doctor Strange. So apparently we're gonna get a lot. Of, uh, See, characters. but I, w- I would trust them with that. That's the thing. They have yeah. shown time and time again that ensemble casts, they can do it. The they MCU can do, can do They can do whatever they want. <laughs> they I don't care. Do. 
Like, exactly. Right. They've done such such a wonderful job. You know, the reason Endgame is up there as one of my the best movie theater experiences I've ever had in my life is because of how well they tied up 10 years of movies, mm-hmm. over 10 years of movies. What, what was it, like 22nd or 24th movie? Yeah. Um, and it ruined a lot of other movies for me. And <laughs> so you, true. You, you know I am like, above all else, a Star Wars fan. So going into The Rise of Skywalker, I was foolishly hoping for a similar uh, you know, culmination of the Skywalker saga. And as we all know, um, you know in my opinion, we were you know, let down a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but, you know, and... and with that, you know, we'll obviously we'll talk we'll we'll talk about this, you know, in length for sure. But it's also it's amazing what happens when you have the same mind making one cohesive story. Yes, you know what I mean. Which, so not to, not to get down the rabbit. We'll we'll no, go down this rabbit we will hole go someday. To, yes. But and then we, hope, we did not have that. With we Star hope Wars. you journey with us down this rabbit hole someday. Um, but we're, we're gonna hop over to our next one, and I I will. I will just a little aside. We are sort of just touching on the uh, superhero movies coming out in twenty twenty two. Obviously, there's stuff coming for Star Wars, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that too. But this next one, I'm honestly very excited for because I think it could be really fun. Um, they released uh, they released a look at it at um, what is it the DC DC Con? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know it's got your boy. Dwayne. Oh, yes. The Rock voicing, you know, who else but Superdog. Yes. Uh, Superman's dog. And it's DC League of Super Pets. I think this movie is honestly going to be great. I'm excited for it. I'm very excited for it. Um, I'm I'm reading here that, you know, it's directed by um, the co-writers of Wreck-It Ralph. a fantastic, Wreck-It Ralph. A fantastic movie that had... So much love, of so much vi- heart of, of, in that movie, and and so many cool Easter eggs from like the gaming universe yes. and stuff like that shoved into it. I think they'll do so well with something with like DC. I you agree. know what I mean? I think we're going to see a whole bunch of a whole bunch of cool Easter eggs from the universe and yeah. stuff like that in it, and it sort of takes the pressure off of them by making it about the pets you know what i mean it's it's one of those things where it's like it's removed from those characters that everybody always gets worked up about oh you know you didn't do superman right you didn't do (laughs) batman right nobody's gonna be like hey you didn't do crypto right (laughs) you did crypto wrong (laughs) no i don't i don't want to meet the person Who's going to rag on them if they screw up the pets of these superheroes? I was just going to say, name one person who's like really concerned and losing sleep over, like hoping that they don't mess up crypto. If you get pissed about Beppo, the super monkey, and, you know, if he does, if, you know, they do him right, come on, man. Yeah. Give him, <laughs> give him, give him some room. Just, you know, let them screw up. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't have much to say about this, um, this movie, but I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be super lighthearted and DC has always done well with these sort of 
wacky things. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? These these projects that they kind of go into, I guess I guess other than other than the first Suicide Squad, which I guess was supposed to be wacky, but was just a trash can fire. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. The the DC League of Super Pets. Um so we'll go to our next one. Let's see. Oh, and this is another big one right here. And oh. staying on staying on the superhero train, staying on the Marvel train. Thor Love and Thunder. I can't wait for this. Is going to be incredible. I'm I am so excited for this movie. Um the pictures of and the viral picture that has gone out uh showing Chris Hemsworth and the fact that his arm looks like one of my legs is so exciting for me. Yes. I because he just for some somehow he just keeps getting bigger for these roles. Uh. And and I don't know if it's he was he's set to do a um he's set to do a uh biopic of Hulk Hogan. Is he? I think he is. I wow. Believe, I believe he's still on that project. So okay. I'm going to say that has something to do with it. The okay. fact that he is jet- getting just massive. Yeah. Um, but Taika Waititi is a genius. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. We love um, him. Thor Ragnarok was easily one of my easily one of my top five marvel movies ever it might even be one of my top 10 movies ever it's right now this is that was the beginning of the thor trilogy for me mm-hmm. yeah like yeah right because you know thor one okay we like it we like we, it we loved seeing thor in live action for the first time we liked it we you know? love seeing the the lore behind all of right. it like seeing you know everything you know all all of the the mythology and all of that come to life. It's it's like we never thought we'd get it. We're gonna get a, a live action Thor. No, um, and that was amazing to see. Relative to the rest of the MCU, it is weaker. It's it's weaker, but it's also but it was also a time where I feel like they were trying to, you know, they were getting their feet under them. You they know, were they were trying they to were. figure they were trying to figure out what formula kind of worked. Yes, and how to put how to put an origin story together. Yeah. Especially for, you know, somebody as iconic as Thor. Um, Dark World, for all the hate that it gets, um, you know, isn't a isn't an awful movie. It's definitely one of the weaker of the MCU, but that's a high bar. Right, right. It, it for sure was. Um, but Thor Ragnarok was something special. It, it hit on the comedic elements, all the action involved, and how it kind of drove the relationship between Thor and Loki even deeper than we expected it to go. Um, yes. I, I, I think that was, it was, it was just a great movie and it progressed the entire universe in a, in a way that, you know, I, I think everybody was pretty much happy with. I think everybody came out of that movie liking it. I would imagine. Well, I guess I say everybody, but most, a majority of people. Yeah. But, um, Thor Love and, Love and Thunder, um, a lot of people, and I don't know if this has been confirmed or not, but um, Natalie Portman is apparently going to be She-Thor. 
Lady Thor. Lady Thor. Yeah. She Thor. Her Thor. Our Thor. Thor woman. Thor woman. <laughs> I, like, I like that one. Lady Thor. I like that. Yeah. yeah that that sounds that sounds the best. Um, and then we've got Russell Crowe coming in as Zeus. Yes. That opens a whole can it's of worms <laughs> for the MCU. Yeah. We get Hercules at some point. We've got Hercules at some point, which who you know, Hercules is you know, in in a lot of the comics. Like he yeah. he is a character that Marvel kind of delves into a decent amount. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know so much uh, about Zeus and the rest of the um, Greek gods and stuff like that, but. Just to kind of see that is very interesting, and I wonder, and I'm wondering if they go into sort of the same. I wonder if they're the same as as Guardians, you know what I mean? Where they're not necessarily gods, big G, right? Exactly, they're little G's. Yeah, um, like ego, like ego. Also, we're going down. Yeah, there's so yeah. many titles. <laughs> but but I want but I wonder if the way they explain it is you know, the the Greek Olympiad is that Olympians? Yeah, there <laughs> Greeks have Olympians. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, the Imagine Greek Olympus. Got, yeah, there you go. Right. I watched That's, Hercules last night with my niece, nice. so I'm on it. It's a great movie. When are we gonna get a Live podcast on that. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Herc podcast. Um, we love we, Disney. Here. Where we know we can go the distance. Um, oh, let me tell you. That song, song, every time. Hits every time, every single time. But I wonder, I wonder if the Greek gods are going to be sort of like Asgardians, where they're going to explain it away as they're from, you know, a different realm, from a different, um, you know, planet. Or something like that, and they or the realms. Be, there you go. There you go. Maybe maybe they are from another realm, and humans looked at them as gods, yeah. as as you would if somebody came down and you know could lift heavy objects, throw lightning out of their hands, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's also interesting because you know just as I said that Zeus is you know the god of thunder. What is Thor? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like at least, you know, yes, Zeus is king of gods, whatever. Uh, king of Greek gods. So I think I, I, I'm i super excited for this movie. Um, Me too. I think it's going to be hilarious. I want more Korg and Meek. I'm, oh, I'm ready for give us all Korg. Meek. Honestly, if they could announce a Korg and Meek show. Give us... Give us that on Disney. You've got to give cowards. us that. And it's got to be like, sort of like a, I don't know, a like a co- Bert comedic, comedic, like, like cop, cop show. I was Maybe thinking more of the uh, like Sesame Street, Bert and Ernie. Ernie. Um, <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, too. But uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where this movie takes place. Because last time we see Thor, he's heading off with, you know, the Guardians. The, right. the As Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. And... <laughs> And that's that's his new journey, and that was that was the, you know, the beginning of his his new journey from the beginning of this part of the MCU. So I'm interested to see where they go, um, as far as the character of Thor and and where they take it, because we also have Guardians Volume Three coming out in 2023. Mm-hmm. And Guardians Holiday Special. And the holiday I can't wait. For special. The holiday special. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's 
Yeah, that's 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 later on. But so so I guess do we do we know if Jane Foster was uh, blipped? I don't think we do know that. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of is um, Marcy gives like an indication during Wandavision, but I don't think she does. Yeah, maybe she. Maybe, yeah, you might be right. I don't think she yeah, does. I'll have, to, I'll have to. Yeah. So I mean, he's been pretty much detached from her for what I would think is a while now. Um, so it'll be interesting how they kind of pull her back into the storyline. I'm glad they are though. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. Because I I think I think Thor kind of deserves that. And I'm going to guess that he might retire at some point because I don't know how long Chris Hemsworth can stay in this Thor-like shape. But then again, I don't know. Big Thor worked for everybody, too. He doesn't have to be in that shape. You know what I mean? He doesn't. And um, this is sidetracking us a lot. But I don't (laughs) think the Thor that we're seeing in those photos, which is a very – I'm going to sneeze real quick. No, it's gone now. Let it loose. Um, the the Thor that we're seeing, which is a very like '80s rock Thor. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah. the Thor that we know. I think that's a uh, a Thor from a different universe. So I would I would agree with that. I think I think they're going to somehow introduce the fact that after hanging out with Peter Quill for so long, he has sort of like taken on. All of it. He's listening to the same music, you know. Oh, he's I wearing like the it. same stuff. They're they're starting to sort of like, I I can see them having a couple things a where romance. I, not even that. I can see them still rolling with the whole fact that like you know like you know, we all know who's in charge here, you know stuff like that. And I can see, I can see Thor, at some point they're singing some sort of eighty song, and Thor corrects. Peter on the lyrics, oh. and it's just silent. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. This, it's actually uh, this know. is my cassette. I, <laughs> I I know what it is. Right. This is my Zune player. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, he's got a Zune player now, so we don't we don't know what you know what generation that. of music. I I I think they're gonna have a really funny dynamic that they they're gonna continue that funny dynamic. Um, that sort of started when they picked him up. You know, in um. In Infinity War, um, but yeah, so we'll go on to another big DC project with another one that's got yeah, um, that's got your boy oh, in it again, the, the man himself, the, the Rock. <laughs> yes, my the stone. For, for all of our, uh, you know. Thousands, Thousands, maybe millions oh God, by this of point, listeners gotta be out there. Yes, uh, the Rock has been there for me over the over the years, um, and I, 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 whatever movie he's in, I'm gonna love. Uh, and whatever be, form he takes, yeah. Terramana. Yeah. Oh, we love we love Terramana. <laughs> we love um, Zoa Energy Drinks. And I haven't tried it actually. Surprisingly enough, we are not sponsored by Dwayne the Rock no. Johnson here on Donut Squad Radio. Who knows we might be. By yeah. Now, I mean, this could be years in the future. Yeah. Well, that you would might, be crazy. You might be listening years in the future. Yeah. How's listening that? back? You know, all those. Are fans we right like, about all of our theories? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Message comment. Us. Yeah. Comment, <laughs> comment in the comment section. Are we right? <laughs> um, but we we love Dwayne here. Um, so we are very excited for Black Adam. And we don't really have like a whole lot of background on 
what time period, what we're going to see from this movie. We've seen essentially at this point just, um, you know, the the art of the Black Adam. Yeah. We haven't seen, I've seen, seen like minimal trailers, but yeah, I don't know maybe. if it's going to be like kind of like Wonder Woman, like back in the past or uh, some of the other movies we've seen where it's, you know, in the past and the present at the same, you know, kind of bouncing back and forth like Eternals. So I would, I would imagine, I would imagine it's probably going to be that just because, you know, what we have seen is, you know, the, um, they had that, uh, teaser trailer that had the military people walking in. Oh, you're right. And then Black Adam comes in and basically just fries all of them. Yeah. I've heard about that. You're right. I would imagine that, it's going to take place, you know, present-ish day, maybe a little bit in the future, but we are going to see the past. Yeah. We we are going to see, you know, how he was imprisoned. Um, it, it so is he a antihero? Is he? Yeah, he is. He is. Okay, okay. So so that that'll be interesting, just because I I think I think Dwayne has played so many heroes recently. To see him kind of be well, an asshole. Yeah, I would love. I'm so excited to see I, that. I want to see that absolutely. Like, I and I, I'm excited for him to get away from his. I mean, he's definitely like. A, he has a stereotypical type that he. Plays. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, he's typecasted, Dude, for he's, sure. He is. He is our generation's uh, Arnold, Arnie. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's and, 100. You know, action hero. Um, you know, any, anything that he's in, the thing is, is that he's so big, like physically big, they have to, no matter what role he's in, it has to be explained somehow. Right. You know what I mean? He has to, he has to be some sort of agent. You know, he need he needs to be an FBI agent. There's some background why he's on so many steroids. Like, it's like nobody would believe that, like, if he just played... I don't know an accountant. An accountant. <laughs> right, right. It, it, and it is one of those things where, like, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger again had the same problem. Yeah, he got typecasted as right. this big guy, and you know, recent uh, recently, actually, since you know we're just passing by the the holiday season. Um, this is a total side side note, but Shannon and I watched Jingle All the Way, of course, where. <laughs> Where, again, he's this he's this really big, just jacked guy who, I don't even, he, he works as like almost like a high up in a mattress firm, in like a mattress company yeah. or something like that. And they don't touch on it at all during the entire movie. They don't say a thing about it until out of nowhere, you know, his neighbor, he gets, he gets, he gets caught in the lie and everything like that. And his wife, like, you know. Gets pissed off and stuff. Yeah. His neighbor randomly just goes, "This is one thing you can't bench press your way out of," and I'm, it's it's one of those random things that you kind of just like, like is he just like really yeah. into fitness and <laughs> takes steroids for his, his right and mattress it, job? It, it, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, poor uh, you know uh, Anakin Skywalker, uh, little kid plays his little kid. Little, oh, little Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd plays his little kid. There we kid. go, yeah. Poor Jake Lloyd's trying to get his dad, Arnie Schwarzenegger, to come to his karate belt ceremony. But 
apparently he has no time to go to his kid's stuff. Where'd you get in all this time to go to the gym and just be absolutely Yoked. jacked? That doesn't happen overnight. It, it, it's, it's one of those things that <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson will never be in a role where he's not an action star. Yeah. Because because he just doesn't look it. It's not believable anymore. Nobody right. can look past it and be like, oh, yeah, you know, he looks like he could just be my neighbor. Right, right, <laughs> right. Know, like, and so, so I'm excited to see, like, him not just be, like, the smoldering – Right. Like, Jungle Cruise. I love Jungle Cruise. Honestly, it was it was a lot better than I expected it to it be. It was what it was, it was what, but I loved it. Yeah, yeah. And, like – I'm not. I'm not here sit, saying it's you know the best it's movie not ever win made. Any awards. <laughs> but like, it was so enjoyable. But mm-hmm. he was Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he was just like he has been. And like you know, I watched like all the Fast and Furious movies for better or for worse. <laughs> I love him in all those movies too. But I'm excited to see him be an antihero where he's like kind of a dick. Yeah, and uh, you don't know if you should be rooting for this person. I just think his know? acting style is going to be a little different, and it's going to be something we haven't seen before. I think so too. Yeah, and and you know him being essentially a god in this, you know, having the powers at least. Yeah, I'm expecting him to, you know, kind of channel that WWE. I'm the biggest man in the room. Yes, type style. I'm excited. Which yeah, I'm super excited for because I think he's. I think he's gonna own it, and I think he's gonna crush it. Like yeah. I think he's going to be one of those one of those characters you look at, and you're just like, oh my god! Like if I were up against him, I'd be crapping my pants too. Yeah. Like I think that's what he's supposed to be. No he's doubt. Supposed to be this big, larger than life character. Um. So yeah, I I'm I am very excited, and honestly, it's I think it's gonna be one of those situations, almost like Guardians of the Galaxy, where I don't know a lot about the character. And I'm hoping they explain enough, but I'm hoping it doesn't take away from the overall plot. Like, I'm hoping they oh, don't yeah. have to cut constantly cut back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, just to explain certain things yeah. as things are coming up. Which is w- one of the issues that I had with the Eternals. I was going to say the same thing. They, they jumped back a lot. And I understand they had a lot of people to work with, a, lot of, a yeah. lot of stories to tell, yeah. and all of human history to go through. It's a, it was a hard task for them to it's a hard ask. pull off. I, I, no, I agree. Um, but jumping over to our next one. Big time. Oh. Big time. This is – Spider-Man has – I'm not even going to say always – he has not always been my favorite character. But he has over the years become probably my favorite superhero. Yeah. And Spider-Verse – the first into the Spider Verse is my favorite piece of piece of media that Spider Man is attached to. Same, I would yeah. absolutely agree with that. I I think Sony's soundtrack, first off, <sighs> incredible. Still listen to it to this day. It's great. It's fantastic. Driving at the gym. Oh my god! Just need to wake up and get some energy it in your life. For oh, I love it. it I'm gonna listen tomorrow tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. Tomorrow morning. I'm just listening to it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have headphones <laughs> underneath my headphones. Um, but they they just knocked it out of the park. This the storyline was great. Um, the fact that they were brave enough to go in and straight up kill Spider Man. You know that in the first me. in the first half hour. First time I watched that, I was like. It was like uh, at the end of, spoiler alert, at the end of uh, Arkham City, 
like the Joker dies, you're like, are they are they allowed? To Can do they do that? <laughs> yeah, did right. did what? <laughs> right. And I was like, that was really sad. It was it was super sad, and we only knew you know Chris Pine's Peter Parker for. A couple minutes. lines, <laughs> but we loved him because we already know Spider Man. Yeah. We already know Peter Parker. We know Spider Man, and just the way he interacted with Miles from the first moment he sensed, he's like, "Oh, you're like me." Yeah, he's like, "Listen, kid, like I have to go, but I'm gonna, I'm basically going to, you know, mentor you. I am going to teach he's you the like, ropes. I got you. I got right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. And he was so good. And we're all hopeful. You know, we're just like, oh, great. He's the you best. Know, like, this is awesome. He's going to learn under a great Spider-Man. Yeah. And then bang. Jake Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. We love New Girl here yeah, we on do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Donut Squad oh, yeah. Radio. But um, him as Peter B. Parker is perfect. Perfection. And, and he... The, the, parts, the parts with him being, you know, like, shaky about kids... And the oh. fact that he goes through an entire basically being a father figure, um, <laughs> it cannot be beat. It, the it, the first the first into the Spider Verse was just an incredible experience. It was the animation was beautiful. Oh, and um, I didn't like it in the trailer. I was really skeptical about it in the really, trailer at first. Really? Well, we saw the trailer. Um, gosh, when was that? Well, we saw the uh, we saw the. Uh, there was a scene of the movie that they showed at the end of the first Venom. That is it. Yes, the the um, and I was like the it, it was the graveyard scene, wasn't it? It was the graveyard scene where they they get attached to the train and, and Pete, <laughs> like he was visiting uh, Peter's grave. Yes, and Peter yep. B. Parker showed up, mm-hmm. and I just remember being like, I mean, I like what they're, I like it's different, yeah. but there was that one movie in the two thousands that was like this weird animation style. Um, and I can't even remember what it's Scanner called. Scanner Darkly. I don't think it's that. But it was it was something, and I was like, oh, they're they're straying too far. And then the movie came out. And I was like, no, I was wrong. I was this is so great. wrong. It's the best. Uh, you pause it. It's a it's a comic. Book oh my strip. gosh, yeah. And espe- and especially with uh, with you know all the craziness of of stuff from the multiverse coming through, the way it gives that sort of just like unhinged like right. every madness just, yeah it starts it just starts like rattling around yeah and then like it, it yeah the animation is gorgeous not, um, and not only is the animation style amazing mm-hmm. but you can see the storyboards as they wrote them um or as they drew them and and really coming to life throughout the film like when when miles you know the, the leap of faith theme, oh my god the yeah. scene is it that is a that's a good example of this, where mm-hmm. you know exactly what they wanted, and you 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 see him tense up on the glass, and he leaps off, and the, the glass sticks. some of the glass too because he's him. nervous I, and he's yeah. he can't let go. Right, right. but he's just like, let's do this, and he goes, and then it's that that scene of him going up, but he's really you know falling right. he's down, falling, but yeah, but it's upside down, and I'm just like, who thinks of this? Incredible. It, it was. Yeah. I I can't get over that movie visually the story, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was it was a it was wonderfully done. So Spider Verse two, Spider Verse two, man. I don't even know what to expect. They're bringing in twenty ninety nine. Isn't yeah. that what it is? Twenty ninety nine, uh, voiced by Oscar Isaac as well. Oscar, right? you dog. Oscar, I I, I want to say that's correct. Um, but yeah, and I mean we we have seen. Um, 
a little bit older Miles, which is going to be cool to see. Yeah, he's visibly like bigger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's bigger. Um, his, Gwen's hair is different uh, in the trailer. Gwen's hair is different. Uh, Miles, Time has passed. Miles' hair looks great. Oh, it looks great. I gotta say, like the curls look awesome. Love They're bouncing that. now. Yeah. Um, under that, under the the cow, the mask. I wonder how. I mean, I'm sure I, with animation, you will, we will not be able to tell the difference. But no way. He's got to be a lot to deal he's with. He's got to slick it down. Or he's something. doing a great job, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks great. Um. But so it, I'm I'm what I'm guessing is I'm gonna guess that him and Gwen have somehow kept in touch, as we can see by the end of. By the end of Into the Spider-Verse, yes. they straight up, you know, you hear Gwen's voice saying, you know, hey. And you see the same sort of bubble animation yeah. coming through that we see with a lot of the other, um, with other people coming into the multiverse. And yeah. during that whole end scene where things are coming through. Um, so I'm going to guess that they've kept in touch. And I'm going to guess that Spider-Man 2099 is in charge of and maybe keeping he doesn't like from this. happening. Maybe. Yeah. Keeping that from happening, I, I could totally see that. Because um, in the trailer, I don't think that's the first time they've seen each other since No Way Into the Spider Verse. I, I would, I, I wouldn't think so. Um, but also, I mean, like that, that also opens up. Like, is he still, is he still keeping in touch with Peter B. Parker? Does he have right. that ability? Like, has, has he been has he been talking with uh, Spider Ham? That's uh, Peter Porker. Peter Porker. Um, like, I want you to have this. <laughs> it'll fit in your pocket. It'll fit in your pocket. <laughs> we have to watch that soon. We do. That's a great. Um, but yeah, um, Spider Verse is going to be great. I I totally believe in them. Also, I'm super excited for the soundtrack. I would imagine that. Um, Sunflower came out before the movie, correct? It did. It so did. they'll probably drop a couple leading up. Maybe which... our guy Posty will have another uh, Maybe, single for man. it. Maybe. That'd be nice. That would be really nice, actually. Um, so we'll jump to our next one, which is going to be The Flash. This is a big movie. One. I with think Ezra it's... Miller, but also with probably a bunch of other people playing The Flash. Yeah, what's um, what's his name from uh, CW? Um, we got the CW Flash. Yes, we know that yeah, Flash. Yeah, yeah. and I, I believe it it is almost as confirmed as uh, Andrew and Toby were for Spider Man. Um, without being confirmed, I think he's confirmed to be in um in the Flash. And I think this movie is going to be make or break for the. The I DC think so too. I and think if they screw this up, they they kind of start out from square one. I think this is them starting from square oh, one. I okay. do think this is going to be a restart. Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. From what I've seen, I, I like him. I I have I watched a lot of Arrow. Mm-hmm. I loved Arrow. Um, other than that, I have not kept up with the DC. TV shows. I think I watched about uh, maybe two seasons of Flash, and I think I I did I did really like it. But I'll, I gotta tell you, um, I see some TikToks um, just showing you know the they're trying to do a lot when it comes to bringing in um, uh, villains and 
things like that. Mostly villains that would require or require a decent amount of budget for CGI. I know what you're talking about. And they are trying to do it on a CW budget, yeah. which is very tough to do. Like, you, yeah. I mean, you you have to you have to you have to realize that not having the money to do this and still attempting it, they're trying to give fans what they want. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're 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 trying to give a Gorilla Grodd, which honestly, what I saw from Gorilla Grodd. Not too bad. It wasn't bad. There were other things that looked awful. Yeah. Like really, King Shark. Really, King Shark looked very bad. Yeah. It wasn't the best. It, um, but also, I do believe that there was an episode where um, Ezra Miller's Flash actually made an appearance. Really? I think that was a, I think that was a big deal, and I think it was a big event. Um, and so the fact that, um, you know, Grant Gustin's cw flash and um ezra miller's flash have maybe already met um i don't know i don't know how they introduce the idea of um you know flash visiting different universes without somebody having watched the show it's it's a little different it's just different for dc now yeah because mcu has a bunch of movies has you know kind of Pretty much almost everybody watches the Marvel movies now and yeah. kind of keeps tabs on things. If you're into, you know, if, if you have the fandoms and yes. you're kind of in this this world, the MCU is one thing you keep up with. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so for DC to kind of try that, it's a little different. It's um, very assumptuous of them. It, it is. It is. Because if they think that everybody has watched multiple seasons, uh, I, I mean, Flash is on... on Heading into its ninth season, I couldn't have told you that. <laughs> you neither, and me neither. I'm sure I would enjoy it if I watched it. It's just not the same. Um, the the DCEU just hasn't captured me the way the MCU has. Where mm-hmm. if there's something out with the MCU, I'm like, I have to watch this to right. make sure I didn't miss any little detail. Make sure I know exactly what you know could be coming, or I can speculate. But the DCEU, I'm kind of just like. If I miss it, I miss yeah. it. Yeah. And that, if something looks cool, I'll go see it. You know. And, yeah. And uh, I, you know, we saw Suicide Squad in we did in theaters this summer, and I we it loved it. I really. It was liked so it. good. And and now uh, now I'm actually watching the uh, Peacemaker show. Yeah, I haven't started yet. It, I will tell you right now, like, they're the, James. I mean, it's James Gunn, so he's keeping with that character, and. He's doing really well with it. I, yeah. I I love it. John Cena too has, he's, he has almost become that um, Channing Tatum level of uh, went from you know being this this absolute stud. He was in the Marine, you know, oh, action yeah. action star and stuff like that. And then the minute people realize that, like, wait a minute. This guy has comedic chops, and it's actually hilarious to see somebody this good-looking, this jacked, to do stuff like this, to yes. say things like this. It was an absolute goldmine. It was yeah. a, it was a home run because like, the way he delivers stuff, and just how committed he is to the peacemaker role, I think is hilarious. Oh, I love it. He leans straight into how crazy it is, and it he, he's doing great with that. So, like, certain there there are certain things that DC. You know, as TV show wise, 
obviously if they're on their ninth season, they've got viewers, right? Oh, so they're definitely so they're doing viewers. something right, and they've got you know, they've got a lot of shows. That's the thing. I don't think they've been able to capture that in the movies yet. I agree. Yeah. Well, and you know the not to go down too much of a DCEU rabbit hole, but their movies have been very, very hit or miss. Yes. We had Wonder Woman, which for me was one of the best superhero movies I had seen since The Dark Knight. You yeah. Know? And that came out, what, in 2015, 16, something like that? That sounds right. <clears throat> Maybe even 17. Um, and Wonder Woman was amazing. And then between that, we get Batman vs. Superman. Or before that, we get Batman vs. Superman and... I, I remember going to the theater and, you know, meeting up with some friends after that. And they're like, how was it? I was like, uh, yeah, it wasn't very it wasn't very good. And since then, I've changed my opinion. I, oh, yeah. I love the extended version of the it. The extended and, cut is great. It's just a matter of sitting down and watching almost four hours. Yeah, um, and I, it's, I, th- I think it's a wonderful – I think it's a wonderful movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the theater the, cut, the Martha, I, was like, I was like – The Martha thing still – it's just too, too much to too much um weight into something like that. I agree. I agree. It's I I understand I understand it was supposed to be sort of like, you know, Batman figuring out that, oh, wait a minute, you know, he Superman maybe he's a little more human than I thought. He Is cares, it, yeah. cares about his mother. Poor execution though. I, I yes, I, I I totally agree. Um and I I don't think I don't think Doomsday needed to be in that movie at all. No. I don't think he did. I I understand them needing to join forces up yeah. against something. I don't think it needed to be Doomsday. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, going back to this Flash movie. Yeah, we've we got, fell we've, off this one. <laughs> I, we did, but we've got Michael Keaton's Batman. That's amazing. That's cool. That's, that's a next level. <laughs> yeah. Like... Toby coming back as Spider-Man was something I will never be able to relive mm-hmm. because Toby, like Toby as Spider-Man, was the first indication that you know since Michael Keaton's Batman, like superhero movies can work. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was there weren't superhero movies like that yeah. at the time, right? That was a that was, that was that was a big deal in you know the movie industry. Um, as was Michael Keaton, but you know, so for us to to relive Toby, and I don't think that's the end that we're going to see him as Spider Man, but to see Michael Keaton come back, you know, the last movie he was in was in what nineteen ninety one when Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. I think it's ninety one. Someone correct me on that. But um, you know, eighty nine and you know ninety one, ninety two, whatever it was, that's insane. Um, that's 30 years later he's coming back yeah and he really is the person who showed us that you know superhero movies can work mm-hmm. before it was so taboo before that yeah yeah now we have you know the MCU we have all these things that show us you know that is it almost seems popular like culture like almost every other movie is a superhero movie now yeah it's, like it's... geek culture is popular culture now yeah yeah like right. Um, but this was groundbreaking. So I'm, I'm excited to see that, um, especially because he's done so many other things, uh, most notably the other guys uh, since <laughs> since then. <laughs> and I mean, and I mean, we've you know he's Adrian Toomes. He was a great vulture too. Terrifying. 
Dude, absolutely, absolutely terrifying. So, so I also, I also wonder, you know, obviously, I would imagine they're not going to, you know, use their de-aging um, on Michael Keaton. So he's going to be a grizzled Batman. Yeah, like a like a Batman Beyond. There, which might lead me to, is he even Batman anymore? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, uh, maybe we get a little Batman Beyond intro there. If they did that, I would die. That would be great. Yeah. That would be absolutely awesome. That would Cast be... Will Friedel from Boy Meets World. You know, he did the voice of... Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So. Yeah. He's too old now. But yeah, I was about to say, oh, he, might, you know, he, might, he might have missed that. He missed his chance. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but going back to our list, I think we have um, another really big one that's going to be interesting to talk about. Okay. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. I don't even know where they're going with this. Um, I'm, I am. This is such a tall order to fill. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it was a hard loss. I and agree. I agree. Losing Chadwick Boseman. Um, not you know, us as fans can sit here and be like, oh, we lost Black Panther, but like, we lost an amazing actor and an amazing, amazing human being. Oh yeah. Um, not and just like a loss of our fandom, but a loss of just an and amazing the fact person. That he was. He was sick for so long too, and it's incredible. On uh, Jackie Robinson Day, mm-hmm. it was I think the year before he passed. It was like, you know, a certain amount of months before he passed. He posted a picture wearing his Brooklyn Dodgers hat, and he looked skinny. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, and everyone was speculating, like, what? Yeah, what role is he prepping for? Oh, and people really? thought he was, you know really really going for it in a role and uh, breaks my heart to know i mean it breaks my heart in general just like he that he would de- he was, he was so dealing with sick, that and, yeah and i mean uh, you know part of me is obviously you know he wanted to keep it from the public which that that's i respect his, that yeah that's his business that's his family's business i completely get that um but yeah it's i think it's going to be it's going to be a tall order to um you never in these situations you never want to just uh write off right right away um a character like that like you don't want it sort of just forcing exposition into just something you know a character says a supporting character says like oh you know very very sad that we lost T'Challa or something like that you know what right. i mean like you can't you can't just do that but they have um, uh, something great that um, we've heard at least is they're not going to be using you know his face or anything like that like in the movie and things like that. So and and that's very respectful. I'm I, glad they're I love not. That. I'm glad they're not either. And, you know, I I love what they did with Carrie Fisher in The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I think that was one of the the highlights of that movie. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I I don't think that's. I'm very easy to please with Star Wars, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's one mm-hmm. of the, the better Star Wars movies. But that was a highlight of that. Um, but I'm glad they're not doing that because there are a lot of ways they can go about this. And I I mean, they're going to have to address it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested to see how they do. And, you know, as a fan of the MCU, I've kind of come to kind of just trust them. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Like, I don't yeah. have to speculate too much on, like, what they're going to do because they're going to, one thing, blow me away with what they actually do. Yeah. And whatever I speculate is going to be wrong in so much. I know. I you know, like, and, yeah. and, and just, like, not nearly as, as well executed as what they're going to do. But uh, I am interested to see, you know, it, it is still a Black Panther movie. So what does that mean? Right. Who takes the Black Panther? Cheery. Panther. Does she step up into that role? Yeah. Or, or Mbaku, like Mbaku would be that. That would be cool. That would be um, cool. I I I'm interested to see uh, what happens there. So I mean, this this what I'm reading is you know it's expected to focus on um, focused on the characters that live in Wakanda rather than Black Panther himself. Okay. So so whether that means there's a threat that you know comes to Wakanda or from inside Wakanda potentially Mbaku becomes you know man ape yeah who i think he is in the comics yes. um a, sort of a known uh, villain for um for Black Panther so it'll yeah it'll it's going to be super interesting to see what they do with this do you think we're going to get uh the white wolf I would imagine Bucky's got to show himself there. If anything's going wrong there, he's got to show up, right? Because I mean, he's he's made so many relationships there. He says um, it himself in yeah. uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's like, I had a little bit of peace in Wakanda. Yeah, that's that's yeah. right now. That's his comfort blanket. Mm-hmm. That that is all he has to, you know, look back on and keep as like a happy memory and yeah, remember that there's there's good ahead of him. Right, right, right. And so I would I, the I, journey he's gone through too. I mean, he's he'll he wants to save that place. If it if if he's aware of any sort of threat, I'd imagine he's the first one to go there. So yeah, which also begs the question: Do we get Sam? You know, is and are they are, out. are they, they now a package? You know what I mean? Um, I would I would hope so, but also like too. you know his his whole suit came from Wakanda, right? Like he has. Obviously, a connection there, yeah, because um, of that and because of Sam. So, I mean, because of Bucky. So, yeah, I, I, I hope they bring in both of them. And I don't really see a lot of the movies these days coming out as, you know, in in phase one we had Iron Man was in this movie, and then in the end credits we mm-hmm. see someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Thor in this movie, and in the end credits we see someone else. Um, I don't think I don't think we're gonna see that very much moving no. forward the MCU. I think we're going to get a lot of like Thor Ragnarok where it's a Thor movie, but Hulk is really involved. Right. right. Or, okay. you know, it's a, maybe even like civil war was just the tip of the iceberg where, you know, it's a Captain America movie, but pretty much everyone's involved. Yeah. Right. 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 Because yeah, I, I honestly like that you could replace Captain America with Avengers civil war. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? it's, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm excited to see that one, uh, dude. So am I. I. I'm excited for most of these on the list. Um, this this next one is honestly not one of them, and the only reason I say that is because I made it through the first Aquaman movie once. Yeah, same. And that was it. I um, so Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom comes out right at the end of 2022 
I wouldn't be surprised if this pushes into 2023. I, I mean, it's it's so close to the end of the year, and you know, with with COVID regulations still going on and things like that, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets pushed back. But still, I um, wouldn't either. Um, you know, I I like the first one. I know I know it wasn't really good. Um, I recognize that as a movie, it was. A little choppy. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I love Jason Momoa. I think a lot of the, the concerns that were going into this movie were that he wasn't enough to carry a leading role like this. I think he proved that wrong. I just don't think James Wan set this movie up well enough to for Jason Momoa to shine. Right. I, I think it was I think it was a perfectly pleasant movie i think it was you know very similar to a lot of the dc movies nowadays Mm -hmm. like there's a lot that i pull from it that i really enjoy but overall just like the whether it be the the script or just the choppiness of the movie or just the pacing yeah sort of off with with movies like this yeah it's it it just doesn't hit Mm mm-hmm as well and 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 honestly like one of and i and i get i get why you would kind of put uh i I get why you would put a protagonist who gets their water uh, i mean gets their power from water out of the water so that there's actually some sort of conflict but the whole fight slash chase scene with black manta um you know it was kind of just boring to me yeah it was very much uh, uh, Aquaman and Mira uh, just jumping from one building to another as it gets blown up. Yeah, kind of just over and over and over again. Um, so that one thing, one thing I will say I really did enjoy about the first Aquaman was, um, you know, how many sea creatures we saw. Yeah. I think that was super cool. Honestly, I, um, I like that they kind of de- uh, kind of went into the fantasy of all of that. Yeah, you know where we saw prehistoric, you know, uh, water creatures, um, things like that. I think that was really cool. But in the end, him against um, uh, Patrick, uh, what's his name? He, I mean, uh, he Patrick was, Wilson. Patrick Wilson. It. Just didn't really work for me. Um, I agree. I understand what they were trying to set up, but in the end, it, it I think kind of speaks. The fact that I only watched it once is kind of telling. Same. How much I liked it. Yeah. Um, it's not one of those movies that I really go back to, but I'll be interested to see what they do with the second one. Um, me too. Called uh, the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, I and you know I I'm excited to see what they do right now. All they have announced is we're going to see um, the Ocean Master as well as Black Manta. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, well, what what else am I looking forward yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like, I don't know. Um, I think Black learn. Manta they could do really well. Um, yeah. And I like the actor too. Yeah, what um, else What else have we seen him in? Um, while you're checking that out, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of hope uh, for that movie and a lot of hope for the DCEU in general moving forward, but... Um, 
I think a lot of the things I'm looking forward to the most this year are are Marvel related and I agree yeah. uh, Star Wars related, which we haven't we'll get into next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta ask Colin, what what are you most looking forward to in 2022? Oh man, I mean, we already kind of touched on it and went into it, but Into the Spider Verse two, yeah, is going to be it's I if I had if I have a lock on a movie that's going to rank 90 or above on metacritic that's gonna be it yeah I, i'm with you on that i i really think that i really think that they nailed the first one and i think they understand what you know what they really captured in that that people enjoyed um you know they they are going to they're going to struggle a little bit more only because the animation style isn't new to right. us, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Where where beforehand it was like, oh my gosh, like the style of this movie is incredible. And you know, that's not that's not to take anything away from it, but we've seen it before now. Yeah. Um, so and and again, it was a beautiful origin story. So we need to see we now need to see sort of the same emotional hits. Yeah. Um, which again is is gonna be really tough to do, but I really believe that they've figured it out and I think they know what they're doing with it. Yeah. And I think it's all hitting at the right time too, because, because Marvel is in this whole multiverse mode oh, and yeah. everybody understands it now. So it's going to be, I, I, I'm, I'm very, I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be maybe my movie of the year. We'll see. Um, I think but it could it's, be mine as well. Man, it's definitely that and uh, Multiverse of Madness are going to be the the two movies that you can see so many Easter eggs in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's all it takes is one scene of Miles getting dragged by uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine through a bunch of different universes Universe. oh, and just my seeing gosh. a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. We, we you know we could even see. We could even see a live action, you know, like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man doing something or something like, like that. They quickly turn into live action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I think that's, that's going to be great. It has, it has a lot of potential, um, but it, but it's also got a lot to do right. And you know, lot it, to it, to. it has a lot to, big, big old shoes to fill. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But uh, how about you, Adrian? I think as a standalone, you know, not a lot of weight coming. I mean, obviously, this character holds a lot of weight, mm-hmm. but I think the Batman um, oh, yeah. is one that I'm mm-hmm. I've been anticipating the longest, and I'm I'm very excited for. However, the movies that I think are really gonna, you know, be impactful for me this year, much like yourself. Or you know, Spider Verse Two. Mm-hmm. I mean, that has so much weight coming off of mm-hmm. it, and that's been such a a big part of like my cinema life in the, over oh, yeah. the last few years. Um, so that's a big one, uh, as well as Multiverse of Madness. I mean, right? That's gonna set that's, the stage, man. It just it has a lot to live up to in a different way, mm-hmm. um, and it has a lot that's like you just said. It, it's gonna set the stage for a lot of what the MCU is gonna be moving forward um but yeah i'd say those are those are the ones i'm looking forward to the most um we have a lot of tv shows as well that we haven't covered and we will um 
that I'm looking forward to as well. Oh, yeah. We but, got a lot of Star Wars talk to do. Yeah, you know, a lot of Mando, mm-hmm. the rest of Book of Boba Fett, which we'll get into next episode. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Ahsoka mm-hmm. and or Bad Batch season two. We got all this content, content. Is I know. it's enough to it's keep, keep you alive. Yeah, <laughs> I love it's, it. It's overwhelming for <clears throat> sure. Yeah, but I mean, we want to thank all of you guys for listening in. Um, yeah, going through this journey with us. Um, episode one episode in the one. books here That's we right. go um i don't know I, I don't know about you but i i'm, I'm excited that we've been doing this and Me too. Uh, i'm ready to get our next episode I mean, we have a whole agenda that we didn't even get to tonight just because we <laughs> yeah. talked about what what movies we're looking forward to uh this year yeah but um yeah for everyone out there listening to Donut Squad Radio, find us on on YouTube and on Instagram. Handles to be determined because this is our first episode. We haven't created those yet, mm-hmm. um, but we are really excited to, you know, continue this journey. And you know, feel free to DM us if you want any you know specific content coming out. But um, topics, any topics, yeah, movies any, you're excited for, any questions you have, whatever it is, uh, we are we are excited to be here. We really are. So, hey, from, uh, from Donut Squad Radio, I'm Adrian. And I'm Colin. And we are signing out.